0: so now let me cover the the big words on the poster which uh, which later we found out people were not really interested in but i will explain to you why you should be interested in divorce because when people saw that in fact i started when i used to be invited to conduct a nikah a nikah a marriage for a couple That is a time when sometimes I used to actually speak about divorce then, about the right way to divorce. And one of my friends came to me and he says, that's such an inappropriate time to discuss divorce. So I stopped for a while, but recently I've just started again. And the reason is that most people are getting married without any idea. They're not allowed to drive without taking a course. And that's why in some masjids, they actually don't allow you to conduct your nikah there unless you've taken a course. And I think it's in Malaysia and in some other places where it's necessary for you to take a marital course, fundamentals, before you get married. Reason is that we are the ones who get all of the questions from people about divorce. They think three divorces is the way to divorce. So they just give three divorces. And they then say that this was unknown to me that three divorces is a point of no return. One divorce is sufficient, more than sufficient, bad enough. Enough for you to extract yourself if that's what you want. But at least if you give one divorce, you can reconcile because you have up to three shots. But if you've given all three, then there's an ugly process. For you to come together again, because any woman who's been divorced thrice by one husband, she is no longer allowed to marry that same husband unless she gets married again, and then that husband divorces her for whatever reason, after she consummates the marriage with him. And if they did this as an arrangement, preconditioned, like, okay, you're going to get, you're going to get married to, the husband says to the, the previous husband says to this new guy, you're going to get married to her, consummate the marriage, and you're going to divorce her straight away, then that's haram. as unlawful and it's accursed. So how likely is it then that you can do this properly? And the men, they come and they say, oh, I didn't know, I'm not very practicing, so I didn't know, I thought you had to do this and you had to do that, I didn't really mean it. Generally, the only reason people divorce is because they're thinking of the word divorce in their mind. Many people have lots of arguments with their wives, but they never bring divorce into the word, into their word. I believe that the reason why people utter a divorce is because it's something they've been contemplating. That next time she argues, I'm going to give her a divorce. And the wife is saying, next time we have this problem, I'm going to ask him for a divorce. The husband should not threaten with divorce, not use the word divorce, and the wife should not keep asking for the divorce, even if she doesn't mean it. Especially if she doesn't mean it. So what I want to do today is I want to just go over a basic, because I want to give you some time for questions as well. right? Um, so I want to go over the basic fiqh of divorce. I don't want it to get too dry because some of it is quite complicated. And I don't want, you don't need to know all of it. I just want you to know the, the dangerous parts of it. So that at least you can avoid that. Avoid any problems with that. A divorce is obviously allowed in Islam. But the Prophet ﷺ termed it, it, he said that out of all of the permissible things, this is the worst of the permissible things. So you can use it sparingly. We're not like Catholics who are not allowed to divorce at all until death. If they do, they get excom- they're supposed to be excommunicated from their church. Because no proper Catholic divorces. Like, you you do not, it's basically literally till death you don't part. But in Islam, it's a lot more casual than that that you can divorce your wife if you mean it. If you can't get along, divorce your wife, move on to somebody else. There's not a problem with that. I've run into cases where there's a guy who came to me and says, My wife is asking for a divorce. And so I inquired the whole story. Uh, Or a lot of the story and I discovered that it was irreconcilable differences. There's no way she's going to come back to live with him. She's at her parents' house. She doesn't want to stay with him. He knows that. But he's refusing to give a divorce because he's got a misunderstanding that divorce is haram to do. Divorce is not haram. Divorce is just bad. It's permissible though. But it's just the worst of the permissible things which only needs to use when absolutely necessary. Um, because there's a lot of investment in marriages, and you don't want to just break them up here and there So you can divorce. That's why there's a, a Woman who came to the Prophet and she basically said I can't complain about my husband's deen or anything But I dislike to be ungrateful while I'm in faith like while being a Muslim while being a mu'min I don't want to be ungrateful. Why is she going to be ungrateful because she didn't love her husband she felt that she wouldn't fulfill his rights and give him the due love and affection and care because she didn't love him. But she had no complaints about him. That could happen sometimes. So then the Prophet understood the situation and he said to him, no, he said to her, that you know the orchard or whatever he had given you as your dowry or whatever it was, would you give that back to him in lieu for a divorce? And he said, she said yes. So he advised him to do that. So divorce can take place. It doesn't have to be messy. If you can't get along, then agree to divorce. It's fine. It's understandable. But don't use the word divorce for no reason. Uh, A friend of mine whose story that I've said a few times, in some cultures they use the word divorce a lot. In some Arab cultures in particular, they use the word divorce very casually. Um, If you don't do this, you are divorced. If you do this, you're divorced. It's just so many... Uh, so he went to a uh, friend's house And he'd already eaten The friend had some food And he said, come and eat with us He said, no, I don't want to eat I've had, I've had my food So he's insisting And then he said If you don't eat, my wife is divorced Now I'm thinking the poor wife If she's listening She's the one who's cooked the food most likely And then she's being punished for it It's crazy, isn't it? Now if my friend was a stubborn guy was like, I don't want to eat I'm not going to eat I don't care about your wife I'm going then what's he going to do then? He would be... His wife, they would be in a big predicament. So then my friend, he ate. So these are silly things. They should not be done. Divorce is like fire. You don't bring it up unless you're absolutely sure you want to do this. It's not something you threaten somebody with because one day it's going to come out. And the, the Prophet he said that there are three things Which, if you say seriously or if you say jokingly, they will still be effective. One of them is marriage, one of them is divorce. So, literally, if you have a man and a Muslim man and a Muslim woman, for example, and two witnesses, all right, two witnesses, and they say basically, I married you, and she said, I accept, jokingly, you know, for a play scene, they would be married, they would be religiously married. You can't joke around with this. And the other one is divorce. Even if he says, I divorce you as a joke, it's done. So by accident, it's done. The only time it won't be done is if you said in your sleep and did know what you're saying. Or you became so crazy that you said it, and you don't know what you said, and you don't remember what you said. Then after that, it's like somebody's going to say to you, you just divorced your wife. What do you mean I divorced my wife? I didn't divorce my wife. He said, no, that's what you said. He said, no, prove it. I didn't say that. Only then, that kind of an anger is, uh, is, uh, is an excuse. Otherwise, most people, they divorce in anger anyway. They don't divorce over a cup of tea. Now, there are two types of divorce. Um, Human beings, we speak and communicate, sometimes literally, and sometimes we communicate metaphorically, using elusive terms, indirect terms. For example, one is like, can you please bring me a cup of tea? Can you please bring me some water? The other one is, I'm feeling very thirsty, so I'm dropping you a hint. See the difference? So, in Islam, there are two types of statements as I mentioned. One are the direct statements, you are divorced, I divorce you. Right, these are clear-cut, straightforward. However, sometimes you may say, get out of here, I don't ever want to see you again. Did he say divorce here? But that could be a divorce, depending on the context. Because human beings, they don't always say things directly. They could say things in a different way, meaning the same thing. Do you understand? So the Sharia has taken that into consideration and said that these are what you call Kinaya terms. Kinaya. Kinaya means elusive terms, indirect terms. And those in certain contexts will be considered to be divorce as well. In fact, there will be a worse divorce because there will be an irreconcilable divorce. Whereas the straight, I divorce you, you are divorced, that's a re- reconcilable divorce. What the difference between a, a reconcilable or an irreconcilable divorce is that when a woman gets divorced, she goes into a semi, semi-marital status called a iddah, and she has to wait for three menstrual cycles until she can marry somebody else. The reason for this is primarily to find out whether she's still pregnant, she is pregnant or not. So if she is pregnant, she gets divorced, and if she has the child three days later, her waiting period finishes, because we know now that her womb is empty, and she's had the child. But if a woman is not pregnant, at the time of, uh, at the time of divorce, you have to wait for th- that three months or so, three menstrual complete menstrual cycles, to find out if she is um, carrying the baby or not. But it's also a time for reconciliation. So when you give a normal divorce, a sarih divorce, I divorce you, she goes into that waiting period, that iddah, as they call it. In that time, if they want to get back together, they feel remorseful, they can just get back together and they don't have to remarry. You get that so far? They don't have to remarry. Nobody even has to know. But one divorce would have been used up out of the three that the husband has. Okay. Now, if it's an irreconcilable divorce, what we call talaq ba'in, used by elusive statements, or if somebody says to his wife, I divorce you irreconcilably, using an additional term to show that he is more serious, that he wants to give a bigger type of divorce, then although she still has to do the waiting period, but the difference is that if they want to come back together now, they can't just come back together. They both have to agree and they have to do another marriage, another nikah. Do you understand? That's the difference between those two things. Now, somebody, if he gives three of the first type or three of the second type or one and two or two and one, however, combination, once you give three, then it's a point of no return. Then that's a final divorce. Then you have to do halala, as I explained before, then you have to marry somebody else for that. Do you understand? So now the clear terms, they're quite clear, you know, I divorce you, you. let me give you some of the elusive terms, because a lot of people use them, they don't know, they're probably divorced. In fact, I'll give you an idea, that there was a couple who came to my teacher's teacher, and they would constantly come for their problems. And on one occasion, he said, you know what, I'm going to refresh your nikah. I'm going to do another nikah for you, and they were surprised. But he called in two witnesses, and they did another nikah. And from that day, mashallah, their relationship improved. Later, what he explained was that, I realized that sometimes she would say things that were blasphemous. Now when you say something, this is a bit of a different issue, but it just goes to explain. Sometimes she would say blasphemous things uh, about Allah, maybe, without realizing. That breaks your faith, it makes you a kafir. But the next time you say Allahu Akbar, la ilaha illallah and the next time you pray, you refresh your faith. But your marriage which is broken, doesn't get refreshed. Because for that you have to have a ceremony, a a nikah. So you're living in zina without realizing it. You're living not as husband and wife without realizing it. There's no barakah, blessing, so the problems, they become even worse. Because when you don't have blessing in your marriage, you've got a lot of problems. Likewise here, sometimes somebody divorces their wife... In an elusive way, not with direct terms, they don't realize that that was a divorce because they don't know. So there's no barakah because now they like living in zina. This is where it gets really detrimental. So, for example, indirect terms like, get out of here. That's it, just get out of here now. Is that a divorce, you think? It has two possibilities. Get out of here, we don't want to speak about this again. Don't bring this issue up again. It could be that, couldn't it? Just rejection. But it could also mean, get out of here, I don't want to see you again. Couldn't it mean the two things? So what's going to determine that? Well, first thing, if he's got an intention that I mean by that divorce anyway, like get out of that, I meant divorce, then between him and Allah, that is a divorce. But because there's that option that it could be like, we don't don't want to get out of here, I'm just angry right now, I don't want to speak to you right now. Because it could be that. So if there's no intention, it doesn't have to be a divorce. Another one. You say to your wife, you're nothing. You are nothing. What does that mean? Could that be divorce? It could be you're nothing now. You don't have a husband anymore, you're nothing now. But it could also mean that you're just insulting her. You're nothing, man. Do you understand? Again, you need an intention or a particular circumstance for that to be divorced. That could be a divorce in some cases. If you intend it, it's a divorce. Another one, you're free. You are free now. Could that be a divorce? It could be because you're saying you're free now, you don't have a husband anymore. You're free to do whatever you want. Or the other one is, you're a free woman, look, if you want to do that, that's up to you. It doesn't have to be about divorce. You're a free woman, you got the right to do what you want. Do you understand? So that's why you should avoid these kind of statements. I just, I'm mentioning them to you. I'll, I'll mention to you. Uh, I can't go into this in too much details because it's quite complicated, where you can wait for the book to come out and you can read about it if you want. But I'm going to give to you all the words that you should be careful of. Some are UK terms, uh, because some of them are a bit slang, uh, colloquial, and some are US terms. I don't know about Norwegian terms, so I can't, but you can maybe understand from this. Get out. Get out of here. Get lost. Go. Leave. Disappear. Exit. Move from here. Cover yourself up now. Why should you cover yourself up? I'm your husband. No, because I'm no longer your husband. So it could be a divorce in that sense. Put your hijab on. I never want to see you. I never want to see your face. That's an American one. I don't want to see your face. In England, we don't use that. Get out of my face. Again, US. Scram. Scram, as they say in America, right? Those ones, you could have two possibilities. It could mean we don't want to discuss this, just get out of here. I need my time. No divorce. Or that, you know, do all of these things because it is a divorce so you need an intention for this if there's no intention then no divorce will occur in these all right so if there's no intention in any of these you know get out get out of here get lost da da da, da, da there will be no divorce but if your husband has an intention then this will be a divorce the second category are those words which can be used as an insult uh, you know to the wife but it can also refer that you mean that you're divorced for example you're a loner You're a loner, which means you're alone now. Now, you could either say that to your wife, you're a loner, you don't have any friends, and you always want me to be with you, and you don't make your own activities. You could mean that as an insult, or it could also mean you're a loner now that you have not even a husband anymore. Another one, you're nothing. You are nothing. You are separated. You're done. You're you're through. This is an American, you're through, you're done. So, again in these, Um, in most cases, you will need an intention, but in some cases, if, if you're discussing divorce, and then you say these words, it could even be a divorce without an intention. The third set of terms, I'll let you define them. We are finished. You are free woman. I have freed you. You are on your own. You are released. Do your idda. I have released you. I am separated from you. We're through. It's over. What do you think of those? Aren't they like, if somebody asked for a divorce, you would say this? These are the most dangerous terms. These are the most dangerous because they more than anything else uh, imply that you are divorcing your wife. So avoid these terms. We are finished. Unless you're saying you clearly it's a normal discussion, we're finished this discussion. Or don't let's not bring it up again. You know, you can obviously tell. But if you're talking about divorce and say, we're finished. Or you're free to you're free to go, you're a free woman. I freed you. You're on your own. You're released. Do your Iddah. Right? I'm separated. We're through, it's over. Then that 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 could be a divorce. So um I know this was very brief uh, but the the rules are very complicated just the main thing I want to warn you about is that just be careful about what you say and the main advice is that just keep divorce out of your mind don't put it in your subconscious so it won't slip out one day and if you really want a divorce then do it properly and just give one divorce and that would be more than enough because then at least you'll have two more options afterwards may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq May Allah protect us. May Allah benefit our marriages. And may Allah give us prosperous marriages and prosperous children and grant us prosperous life in the hereafter, inshallah, with bliss in Jannah.